0: The SAME Hometown Innovations podcast is sponsored by Commonwealth Engineers. Commonwealth Engineers has earned a reputation as a top tier water resources firm, providing award winning engineering solutions. Our commitment to protecting water quality and the quality of life for Indiana residents continues to grow. Our team's philosophy is to serve in partnership with clients like you, to understand your current needs and work together to achieve successful solutions. For more information, please visit CommonwealthEngineers.com or call our office at 317 888 1177. Welcome to AIM Hometown Innovations Podcast. This podcast is designed to offer insights. Best practices, and innovative solutions for the challenges facing Hoosier cities and towns. Each edition will offer ideas and inspiration while showcasing the talent and commitment of Indiana's local leaders. Enjoy the program.
1: Hi, and welcome again to Ames Hometown Innovations podcast. I'm Matt Greller, CEO at AIM, and happy to be joined today by Ray Bender, who's the director of the Indiana Rental Assistance Program at IHCDA, our friends over at the uh, Housing and Community Development Organization. Ray, thanks for joining us. I uh, appreciate you being here.
2: Thank you so much, Matt. Thanks for having me.
1: We'll jump right in. Um, Rental assistance has gotten an awful lot of attention in Indiana, uh, nationwide. Uh, Maybe just start out by telling our municipal folks across the state, what is the Emergency Rental Assistance Program and uh, some of the background of, of how it got going?
2: Absolutely. The Emergency Rental Assistance Program came to us out of the omnibus spending bill passed in December by the last administration and they set aside $25 billion nationally for rental assistance. There are over 600 grantees throughout the country. Uh, States and any municipality with an excess population of 200,000 was able to apply to be a direct grantee as well as many tribal entities. So there are 600 versions of this program currently up and running in the United States. Uh, In the state of Indiana, we have seven. Uh, We have separate programs that are running in Elkhart, Hamilton, Lake, Marion, St. Joe counties, and the city of Fort Wayne, but not Allen County. So for our listeners out there that live in those areas, they would apply directly to those programs. IHCDA is covering what we call the balance of the state or everybody else.
1: So that obviously prevents, you know, double dipping for lack of a better description. You know, a lot of these communities apply directly and set up their own programs. Uh, Is that a fair assessment?
2: Yes, sir. Uh, They will provide the program administration and resources for those in their communities. And we will cover the remainder of the state. And as you stated, the exact goal is to prevent double dipping and make sure that resources are fairly allocated.
1: So basically, except for those uh, few communities that you just listed, the rest of Indiana is 569 or so cities and towns come to you uh, to get the word out to the residents that might need the assistance.
2: Yes, sir, that is absolutely correct. Uh, we are up and running through indianahousingnow.org. We have our one sheets for tenants, landlords, utilities, and internet providers available in English and Spanish. We also have some FAQs available there and also some written examples of how assistance might be distributed in a given situation. So there's lots of great information at indianahousingnow.org and that is also the same website where anyone that needed assistance would go to apply.
1: All right, so I'm sitting in town hall uh, in some community, you know, wherever in Indiana, and I know there are probably 20 or 25 renters in my community that need help. Um, how many months of assistance is available to those folks? You know, what's the, is there a maximum amount per month that's available? Uh, what are some of the, the numbers, the mechanics of the, the program?
2: Absolutely, there are 12 months of assistance available. The assistance is capped by apartment size. And so there are, is a specific amount of assistance available to this based on the size of the unit. So for example, in efficiency, the available monthly assistance is $678. If an applicant lives in an efficiency apartment and pays more than 678, we can still provide assistance, but our assistance is capped at 678 plus late fees the difference would be the responsibility of the tenant. Uh, This is different from some past programs where if the reasonable rate amount was exceeded, we were unable to provide assistance. That is not the case with IERA. Uh, There is also a large amount of assistance available. For a four bedroom, we can provide $1,455 a month for a total of 12 months of assistance. That would be $17,460. Okay,
1: wow. So uh, this is a little bit self-serving. So I have some rental housing. Um, what's the role of the landlords in the program? Uh, can, you know, can we apply to recoup unpaid bills or how does that work?
2: Uh, our program is strictly set up as an applicant application program. Once a household is approved for a benefit, which means they've met all three prongs of the federal statute. They have a financial COVID impact They are below 80% at or below 80% AMI, and they are at risk of homelessness or housing insecurity. We qualify the household, then we reach out to the landlord to determine if the landlord wants to participate in the program. If they choose to participate, they do agree to some basic guidelines. Uh, They will also receive direct payment of funding through either ACH or CHECK. Uh, But we do only reach out after the household is qualified. One of the biggest concerns we heard about the prior program in the summer of 2020 was that landlords were contacted for households that eventually did not qualify. So we wanted to alleviate that concern with this program.
1: So there are, you know, I think with the money that's coming out of Congress here now to the states and to local governments, and there are various programs now available for renters. Um, if somebody is participating in this program, does that preclude them from participating in other programs out there, or can they combine combine efforts?
2: Uh, we can provide we can combine efforts, but we cannot duplicate months of assistance. Okay. So if someone received. Raf assistance from IHCDA in the fall and winter of 2020 for October, November, December, and January. We could provide assistance beginning in February, or we could provide assistance for past due obligations going back to September, but we could not duplicate assistance for October, November, December, and January. So you can certainly stack and layer programs. Uh, The maximum under the federal mandate is 18 months of assistance, and that would include ERA-2 funding for those municipalities and states that elect to
1: receive ERA-2. So I'm sure as you work with renters who are are applying for assistance, I'm sure there are common mistakes that are being made from various applicants. Um, What are some of these? How can they avoid these mistakes? Um, you know, what are some best, best practices, I guess, or helpful hints?
2: Uh, the best practice is just to be truthful. Uh, this, this program does require us to income verify each household. So we have seen folks making it through the threshold application that are then denied later when it's determined that that information provided wasn't quite as accurate as they might have thought it was. So be truthful. You can save your application at the midway point before you hit submit. So if you need to check information or check documentation, you're absolutely free to do that. Uh, We also provide utility assistance. So you will need to have the names of your utility providers. Uh, That's a common issue where someone does request assistance but does not provide the name of the utility provider. So without that name, it's very difficult for us to do any outreach on their behalf. Okay. Uh, We also see issues with access to having a copy of the lease. Uh, We we do accept a multitude of document formats through our online submission system. So we don't need a perfectly scanned PDF. We can accept photos or things of that nature. Just make sure that those photos are legible.
1: Makes sense. What can we do with our membership, who's, as you know, mayors, clerk treasurers, council members, appointed officials, how can we help get the word out even more so about this program?
2: Uh, we do have a communications toolkit that we would be happy to provide. Okay. Uh, you can contact IHCDA directly, and we do have a customer service number, that's 317 800 or a customer service email, IERA at ihcba.in.gov. We would be happy to provide that communications toolkit to anyone who would like to assist us in getting the word out. Uh, We encourage you as things start to return to a little bit of normalcy, uh, if you're having those public meetings, whether they be in person or through an electronic format, to please mention IERA, uh, especially if you know that you have constituents in need. Uh, We do have opportunities for, we do have landlords that have assisted applicants with applying. That is perfectly acceptable. The landlord cannot apply for them, but they can certainly assist them in applying or with document submission. That's a great way for landlords to get involved in the process and assist their tenants and ultimately themselves.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I think, um, you know, we're in an unprecedented time of assistance from the state and federal government, which is great. Uh, maybe the best the best uh, resources go visit the website or or give you all a call and and seek assistance that way it's probably the the best way to figure it out and figure out what program's best for in particular winter or particular winter. um last uh last question what other uh programs or services that are being offered out there that we can help with or that you want to share with uh, the listeners today?
2: Uh, HAF, or the Homeowner Assistance Fund, is coming down the pike as well. That will provide homeowners assistance during, as you said, these unprecedented times, making mortgage payments. There is also an increase in utility funding for a COVID-related version of LIHEAP or the Low Income Energy Assistance Program. Uh, There's also an FCC program for internet and broadband assistance that provides a monthly benefit. So there are probably an unprecedented number of programs out there available to assist. Uh, We at IHCDA certainly understand that it can be a bit confusing to know exactly where to go or where to turn, so we are here to help. If anyone has any questions, they can call our customer service line, as I mentioned, 317-800-6000. If anyone is facing technology issues or dives into their application and has a question midway through, we do have trained staff at 211 to assist with the application process and to also
1: answer questions. Ray, certainly appreciate you joining us. This is a very specific program. I think you nailed uh, all the information. Is there anything else that you want to share before we conclude the podcast today?
2: Uh, Absolutely, Matt. We encourage folks to apply. Uh, We know it's a little bit of a leap of faith to give your personal information to an entity that you may never have worked with or may never have even heard of before. But we are here to assist. The funding is real, the funding is available, and we are here to help keep Hoosiers in their homes during this difficult time. So if you believe you might qualify, please, please, please apply.
1: Thanks, Ray. appreciate you joining our Hometown Innovations podcast. Uh, Appreciate all the work that you and your colleagues do at ICDA. Uh, Thanks for being our partners and thanks for all the work you're doing for communities throughout the state. Uh, Thanks again for joining us.
2: Thanks for having me, Matt. Have a great day.
0: This AIM Hometown Innovations podcast was sponsored by Commonwealth Engineers.